It's showtime. Down the other podcast one by one. Who are these that clip is why people make fun of you. This is all just for the radio. And why Mike? We want business to take care of. Who are these we are the number one podcast on the internet today. Welcome to yet another episode of WATS, the show thousands of people come to to learn the age-old question, why doesn't Mike just try getting contacts? If you can find a show that knows more about social media, I will let Cardiff Electric and Lorenzo Ariola take over WATP. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? Hello, folks. And while I may be an equal partner here, supposedly, the second I turn my back, this cocker sucker jamming a knife in there. Cringe of the week. Oh, it's I bullshit. thought you were mad about my context joke. I thought that was That's the nicest issue right thing now. you said about me this week. Good, because that one came in from Doug from the Jiggles department. So. Oh, my God. We'll get to that. But first, I want to say some people are saying I won't read your super chats. Those people could go down on Lena Dunham because I will read every super chat that comes in. Mike, don't even dare me to read your super chat. It will happen. (laughs) Uh, Also, I do want to say right at the top, I did get my Wordle last week in case anyone was wondering or concerned about that. That was a close one. I got on the sixth try. Thank goodness. So I kept my streak alive. We were all, I, I pay for the whole seat, but I just use the edge when I'm here. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd be excited about that. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you before the show. I didn't want to give it away. Thank you for not spoiling We all kept found asking. out together, folks. Yeah, Isn't that kept exciting? Asking me. Um, all right. Do you want to address this? Because we just put out a new episode of Who Are These Podcasts today. And uh, the Blind Mike Project made cringe of the week I'll this tell you, week. The most infuriating part was not even you. Vito Giswaldi yeah. is like, who are these assholes? <laughs> I know, he thought I've had you were, him on before. He thought you were a public <laughs> access show. <laughs> I've had him on my show. I've spoken to him. <laughs> Come on, really? What an I asshole. You guys now, probably grew up together. It was the day after that Chappelle thing, so I think he was on like every show in America. So ah. I can understand him not remembering me. But it was uh, all in all very hurtful. Usually, Craig is the uh, target of any cringe going on. So the most hurtful thing is that I was involved this time. Well, I felt bad for Craig because you're like, let's just run this whole thing. He's just like, I don't know, man. I'm probably going to get fired. I watched the first (laughs) 10 minutes of Harrison Young, and I I was so into it that I was like, guys, this isn't going to be able to miss. And then once he he listed the 15th town in Massachusetts, I was like, I might have bit off more than I can chew here. <laughs> it might not get better. It's very <laughs> possible. Well, Mike, it's great to talk to you again because we have some fantastic social media posts to go through. And I want to start with TikTok. Who are these TikTokers? Who are these TikTokers? Who are these TikTokers? Who are these TikTokers? And you found a TikToker known as Psychic Medium Natalia. Yeah, so she is, I feel like she's going to be right up our alley because she seems, like I said to you earlier, a little stuttering Johnish. She's a scammer on the internet, yes. if you couldn't tell by her name being Psychic Medium Natalia. Um, but it's it goes beyond the regular Psychic Medium shit. 
she is like a filthy character. She's very weird. She lies a lot. There is um, a racial angle to this. I can explain as we go along. Yeah, let's just hit these because the yeah, fun is she- about to start. Now, we're not actually watching her channel's TikToks. There, no. There is a person who's uncovering this. With I love the, the hashtag um, that says Psychic Natalia Exposed. Yeah, there's a lot of people <laughs> that follow her. So the problem is... She keeps getting accounts like banned or shutting them down herself. A little like Patrick Michaelish, where okay. like you can't find where the real psychic Natalia even is anymore. There's like 15 accounts of hers. So I'm glad you said that because I was looking people. for her actual account, and the one yeah. that I found that I think is the active one has almost 30,000 followers, but it's private. Yes, I think yeah. she's privated her account. That's where she really well. She likes to go after the tro- the trolls get to her from time to time, but she always has the upper hand, at least from her perspective. All right, let's start off. So the reason why I want to set up that way is because while we're watching Psychic Natalia, these clips are edited and put together by somebody else who's not a big fan of hers. So that's why you're going <laughs> to yeah. hear them presented that, that the way that they're evident as we move <laughs> yeah, on. That's why you're going to hear the way they're presented here. <laughs> I never said my readings for free. You're so rude. I will be live very soon to give free readings and free messages to past loved ones. Hope to see you there. All right. So caught in a lie right there. So, I mean, yeah, that's one of many, but she's also like, they're, they're too long and convoluted. She's not a great broadcaster. I don't know if that surprises you or not, but in her readings, She'll say things like, uh, yeah, so your friend got into a car accident, I'm seeing. And the girl will be like, no, it was a suicide. And she's like, hmm, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, yeah. just, I, I, I was going to say, I haven't seen that, but just based on this one, we just saw her bedside manner leave something to be desired. Where it's like, yeah, I didn't no. say I was going to give free readings. That's so rude. Who would say that? Instead of just being like, guys, you know, I don't give free readings. You get what you pay for. Yeah, I, you know, my time is valuable. You know, say something that make it feel like, this is a good she thing. She jumps right to, you're a piece of shit, <laughs> yeah, and I'm right. yourself. I'm not <laughs> yeah. getting free readings. Now, one of my favorite things is when people have to defend themselves for using the N-word. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this, is a, this is where TikTok really turned on her, because it's, you know, the younger generation is on TikTok. They're not going to deal with uh, a lot of that bullshit, even if there's a context to it, whatever. But Psychic, <laughs> psychic Natalia... Has a, a defense for this, I guess. Now, you mentioned that she's not a young lady, and I was wondering, how old and she's ugly not, no. do you have to be for people to start taking you seriously as a psychic? I'm asking for Mrs. Hamburger. Because, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's not a young girl's game being a psychic medium, you know what I mean? A few more years, I think. <laughs> yeah, you got to okay. be a little longer in the tooth. <laughs> All right, so this is, this is kind of a, a fun one for us. And somebody came up and I just, I guess, you know, you blow up and you get mad and we're all human. We say things that we don't mean to. I should point out in this video, it's a split screen and she's talking to a black woman who ain't having it. (laughs) Whatever whatever this excuse is, this woman does not, she's not nodding her head along like, yeah, no, I get it. There's none of that happening. To be fair, as a white man, I'm already not having it. You know, sometimes you scream the N word. (laughs) Yeah. It's literally the Anthony Kubi defense. Like, well, they cut me off in traffic. What are you going to do? Of course, it's going to happen. All right. Let me back that up again. Here we go. Somebody came up and I just, I guess, you know, you blow up and you get mad and we're all human. We say, things that we don't mean to um i'm not racist at all because most of my friends are either african uh from oh. india 
Um, I have friends that are indigenous. I think I have two friends that are actually Caucasian. That's a new flex. I, I love that new flex. <laughs> like, I think I have two friends who are white. They both suck. I don't, I'm, I'm I not even sending them Christmas cards. I don't care about those two. If I'm being honest, I could cut them out tomorrow. If that's what <laughs> yeah, it takes right. to get out of here. <laughs> so for me to say that, yes, that was very wrong. But it's also wrong to what people are doing to me. So at the end of the day, I can only take so much. And I just, you know, I just. All right. Now, I want to say. In my defense, Mike, I mm-hmm. own a C.J. Spiller Bills jersey, so I can't be a racist. No, that's pretty good. Yeah, right? you do root for the Bills. Fair. There's a lot of black players in the Bills, and I know you're a big fan. So, <laughs> so it can't be. I mean, C.J. Spiller hasn't been a Bill in 15 years, but you get the point, though. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean by that? Sure. But this hashtag exposed psychic Natalia. I love because this hashtag is all over these videos, and usually you use the word expose. When you're talking about someone or something that actually is exploiting their power, like, you know, the NSA, not necessarily yeah. psychic Natalia, like, we she expose is her, this woman. She has psychic powers, Carl. Oh, is right. that not enough? <laughs> forgot. I always forgot. Um, this next video. <laughs> oh, boy. So she's reading her chat. Now, there's, there's yeah. people watching these videos, and they're chatting along. And sometimes she reads what they're saying, gets very upset. For sure. Where am I going? To go watch TV and take a goddamn break. That's where I'm going. See me next Tuesday? Excuse me, Kendall? <laughs> why, why are you seeing me next Tuesday? Is that a threat? Regrouping. Yep. Oh, yeah, I thought you were threatening me. I was very... Where am I going? <laughs> yeah. So basically what the person said was, I meant like I have to get a new phone, so I'll be back on Tuesday. Now, of course, this person's lying. They won't see you next Tuesday. <laughs> you know, they knew what they were doing there. Oh, Natalia. Don't get so mad. I was calling you a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Is you that a silly threat? Goose? I'm not threatening you. I'm just telling you you're an asshole. That's not a threat at all. Okay, GFY. GFY? Is that an acronym? What is that all about? That's what I love when you're getting angry for one reason. Oh, you're going to see me next Tuesday? Yeah, right, bitch. Oh, oh, you're just calling me a cunt. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Got hot under the collar for a second. Yeah, she's a little, she's a little out of it. All right. How is she going to make some money, though, Mike? Sometimes people aren't donating stars or likes i'm so out of it i don't even know what we're talking about here i don't know how people donate money on tiktok well she does she will like threaten people if you don't donate enough snow globes i'm going to stop live streaming yes you know you should try honestly you should start trying that on watp like if anyone ever gives you shit give me snow globes or i'm walking out of here yeah i'm gonna end my live because obviously you guys are too poor to send one dollar so uh you guys think I'm reading your comments? I'm not. And the reason you guys can't send a 100 coin gift is because you probably don't have money. You're probably on welfare. So people are writing things like Merry Christmas <laughs> as the messages are going through. And she's going, you people are all poor. You're on welfare. You can't even give me money. Um, you, you said it wrong. Welfare pigs are wishing her a Merry Christmas, Carl. <laughs> yeah, right. But if I could, just to give a quick message to the people watching, uh, 
I assume all you guys are going to DabbleCon, because if you're not, you're broke little bitches. Carl, oh. I'm helping you out here. Don't uh, worry. <laughs> but all I know is that the people who aren't sending us super chats and super stickers right now are probably just poor. And they can prove uh, yeah. me wrong if they're not. They're losers. Are you guys are losers? <laughs> you don't want to be losers, do you? What, you haven't connected your PayPal account to your YouTube account yet? What are you, a loser? <laughs> What's your problem? Oh, there's a lot of that, too, by the way. Literally, she will, like, tell people, yeah, just send it to my Patreon. I'm going to give it to this person who is sick that I've given a reading before. It's like, are you studying from the John Melendez handbook? <laughs> yeah. I think grifters kind of know the playbook. I think they're all well in, in tune with it. Right. All right. So reverse psychology from what is a reverse psychic now let's move on <laughs> to a live stream mishap. The problem with live streaming your life all day is that sometimes things that are embarrassing happen. Yeah, once in a while. <laughs> yeah, once in a while, then everybody sees it. People actually sit there when I ignore them. That's the weird part. Guess what? I just shit myself. So she said, guess what? I just shit myself. Now, <laughs> if you're not watching this, the phone appears to be just laying somewhere, so I'm not even sure if she knows that she's live streaming on this one, because she's calling people out and talking about shitting herself. She lives in like the world of a sitcom where it's like, oh, I'm in the other room. Surely they can't hear me now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I just shit myself. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna back this up and start this over again. People actually sit there when I ignore them. That's the weird part. Guess what? I just shit myself. Now I know I'm sick. I shit my pants. Drew. No, what? People. All right, so she just declared that she shit her pants, and I well, believe, what? Mike, that's what happens when you start a psychic reading with milk, milk, lemonade. <laughs> Bad things are going to happen. You have to be careful with that. Yeah, no, I'm going to be a little late. The girl that's giving me a psychic reading just took a dump in her pants. Uh, <laughs> but what I like is the casualness, whether or not she knew she was still streaming. There, yeah, that's or a woman who shits she her pants a lot right there. That's a woman. I'm not, yeah. Let's pretend I shit my pants right now. Yeah. I'm not walking into the other room and going, baby, you wouldn't believe it. I just shit again. <laughs> my God, the egg on my face and the shit in my pants. Could you believe it? I thought I was going to get through a week. God damn it. <laughs> Can't get through seven days straight. When it's treated with that casual nature, something <laughs> yeah. is wrong in your life. Now, something that I've pointed out before on this show, because again, I don't understand TikTok at all. I mean, I'll, I'll get into it. I'll figure it out one of these days, guys. But by the time I figure it out, everyone will abandon it. It's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> but the one thing that I've observed is that everyone has at least a million followers. Yeah, pretty much. Right? Like everyone who's on TikTok thinks they're famous. And you start with a million actually. I right, think it's how it right. I think it's how we really figured it out. And Psychic yeah. Natalia is is no different. This is an interaction she had. And again, you know, she's on TikTok all day long, so even as she's sitting at the diner, she's still uh TikToking at the same time. Sure. I'm on TikTok. Have you, are you on TikTok? Am I on TikTok? I watch TikTok, yeah. Have you seen me? I'm sure you've seen me. No, the, uh, well, I'm you... the queen of TikTok. You know that? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen me? I don't think so. Psychic Natalia. I'll look it up. Yeah, look at what they're doing to me. They're telling me I should. They're coming in as my dead mother. 
they've found my address. They've leaked it all over Reddit. Oh, I'm so sorry. That sounds terrible. Who just made a poll? <laughs> Cameron, I'm taking you off as mod. Imagine having to listen to that. <laughs> Hi, I'm Psychic Natalia. You might remember me from such TikTok videos as Whoops, I Shit My Pants and Gosh Darn It, I Used the N-Word. I, I love I, this. You must know me if you're on TikTok, right? The embarrassment I would feel if I was like, hey, don't I do a podcast. Don't you know me? And then the person was like, no. Already I'm embarrassed that I've done this to myself. But then to proceed with like, Give it a search. <laughs> right? Are you yeah. sure you don't know my? You're, Are you you're Google my name? <laughs> Have you ever watched TV? Because I was on public access in the Boston area, so you might know who I ever am. Ever heard of Carver, Massachusetts? Hmm? <laughs> I'd love for the server to say you're the fifth person this week claiming to be second Italian from TikTok. No, you're not getting a free dessert. I'm not falling for it again. Ah, <laughs> uh, the trolls were after me again. <laughs> God damn this! There's something about TikTok that's not good for you because they they say the algorithm is why it's taken off and become so popular. It just knows yeah. what you like and it just gets you hooked in there. The algorithm works outside of your phone. It gets you telling random strangers about TikTok <laughs> and how famous you are. You seem like you would be searching me. Search hashtag <laughs> exposed psyching Natalia. You'll love it. Yeah. Hey, rather than me tipping you, how about you don't have to give me a tip this week on TikTok? I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm not going to threaten you and call you a poor welfare bitch. <laughs> All right, one more video. This is the uh, the sleep stream. Now this is a, a billion dollar idea right here. I only included this one because you very naively said on WATP that no one would ever do this, and I said, Carl, you fool. <laughs> I found someone. <laughs> Prove that will do me this. wrong here. No, I'm not doing a sleep live. That's creepy. I could do a sleep live, but you guys got to send gifts throughout the whole thing. <laughs> I can do sleep live as long as you guys gift me through the whole thing. Comment on that before I finish this one off. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's all it takes is a gift, okay. whatever that is. <laughs> like, well, it's not money. Fine, for $10 million, I'll let you watch me while I sleep. The funniest part about this is I don't think she understands that she's not going to know whether people were gifting her all that or not. Like, I'll do it, <laughs> but here's the stipulation. Like, you're not going to know until eight hours from now, and then joke's on you, idiots. Also, given what we've seen of her followers, do you think they're really like, come on, Natalia, I really want to see you sleep, Ugh. please. Ugh. Doze off for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bed. And I want to see how many roses I get in, in an eight-hour span to see how loved I am. And I will see who sends the most. So, good night. <laughs> Somebody just wrote, wash your face. Because they're watching her go to sleep. It's like, are you going to brush your teeth or anything? This is how you go to bed? You just turn off TikTok or sometimes not even? That is wanting, being a person like that. Like and to have the confidence to live stream yourself all day, I actually kind of respect because I hate myself on every level. If I was this woman, I don't know how I would live, but she's very confident. When rich people talk about making money while you sleep, this is not what they're talking about. <laughs> this is not the thing. It's like, oh yeah, I do that. Yeah, I got all oh. these I got all these roses while I was sleeping. How many people are night. watching you, Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, he might be a bad example, but you got it, though. <laughs> All right, I want to switch gears to a Twitter story that also involves Instagram. Who are these 
And this was actually featured on Barstool, so you might be right. aware of this one, Mike. Uh, not really. Well, you had mentioned it to me earlier, but I've not heard of this yet. Okay. So this is kind of a fun story because we all know that uh, attractive girls get unsolicited dick pics. And for some reason, as a society, we're all just like, yeah, it's going to happen. What are you going to do? You know, I mean, that used to be indecent exposure. People would get arrested for it. And I was just like, ah, you got a dick back on. Relax. Cost of doing business, ladies. (laughs) Right. So there's this professional poker player named Melissa Schubert. And she's a very attractive girl. And she got a DM on Instagram that was from this guy named Coke Can Greg. I suspect suspect he's not going to be too embarrassed of his picture with that name. Coke Can Greg sent a DM. And it says, hey, bestie, it's the weekend. Woo. I've already started. Join me for a drink. And there's a photo of him. Now, he's wearing a a, a full mask on, so you can't see his face. But typically, and I'm not an expert on this by any means, typically the dick pic is shot from, like, the top down. This guy decided to go ahead and go from the bottom up so you could see, (laughs) yeah, like, everything's in there. Everything's included. Oh, good. He's artistic. In this pic. So what she does is uh, she writes back, thanks, I hate it, but decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go on my Instagram, and I'm going to post this photo, and I'm going to uh, expose this guy. (laughs) And uh, she writes, Greg, bestie, I'm going to have to charge you a service fee for sending me this atrocity with the photo of him that he sent. And then she tweets out, update, Greg is not pleased because... Greg saw that she posted that on Instagram in the story and wrote, what the fuck? Can you please delete this? I was drunk, and this was a private message to you. I've deleted the pic and message if you didn't like it. Now you do the same. <laughs> hey, you bitch. I sexually harassed you. Now why are you acting like this? Right. So the hero <laughs> of our story, Melissa, decides to not do that. And she lets him know, I'm not taking anything down. You sent me this pic. It's disgusting. And I it's put mine it on my, now. Yeah, it's mine. <laughs> right. It's mine now. So then she tweets out and she's putting all these screen grabs as she's this DM conversation she's having. Uh, the saga continues. And Cocan Greg says, are you fucking serious? I politely asked you to delete the story. Now you've posted more. I've told you I regretted sending you the pic and message deleted them and even apologized. But what you're doing is harassment. Because of your stories, a guy is spouting abuse at me in my DMs. If you have a problem with me, you should have discussed it with me privately. I've apologized. I can't do any more. I hope you do the right thing. Uh, I hope you do the right thing and delete your news story. Otherwise, I'll report you for harassment. It's hilarious to both be a guy that takes a picture of your dick from the bottom up and have righteous indignation. <laughs> yes, yes, this gets better because obviously the hero of our story is feeling like she's still the victim. So she's okay. not buying this role reversal that Cocaine Greg is trying to uh, coax her into. Right. So she writes back, this is the DM to, to him, and by the way, she's posting all these so you can see the whole conversation. You sent me a naked photo of your disgusting taint and balls, and I've done the same to many other women. You think you have grounds to report for harassment? Uh, Laughing smiley face and then a yawn face. Get fucked, Greg. I hope you never send a photo like that to a stranger again. And get your sack checked out. It looks like a rotting sponge. (laughs) So... I gotta say, if I'm putting myself in the shoes of women here, this girl is a hero. Yes. <laughs> this is like finally, someone is fighting back against us getting these unsolicited dick pictures. 
I want to know what the batting average is for sending that photo in the first place. Like, guys, even if they wanted this, they don't. They're not going to be like, I have a lot of options, but this stranger on the internet with his hairy balls, that seems like my best option right now. Again, if we can go back to confidence, like I have never had the confidence (laughs) to, I know it's going to win her over. (laughs) I know. This is what my penis looks like. All right. So this is from the article. When his long-winded pleas resolve nothing and her Instagram stories remain, Greg takes things a step further and reaches out to another poker player, uh, Danielle Anderson who he believes is Schubert's boss at her casino job. Anderson has never met Schubert, and I don't think either of them work at a casino. Anderson gleefully relays her own convo with Greg back to Schubert, who continues to share. So now what we're seeing is this guy reached out to what he thought was her boss to say that she's harassing him, trying to get her in trouble at work. And uh, he's like, before I get into my complaint, let me send you the obligatory dick picture. Here you go. <laughs> well, so this <laughs> is great. every woman. <laughs> because because I know that you liked the way that Melissa's playing this. Danielle plays this like a pro. So this okay. is the the DM to Danielle. Do you know Melissa Schubert personally? You think, you think you're being funny. I've been harassed all night. Do you have any information about her? Yeah, she is great. But you should not have sent her that pic unsolicited. She's obviously not great. She's a fucking bitch. I apologize to her multiple times. Because of her, I'm being abused. Do you know who her employers are? Okay. So now, this is the exchange that goes back and forth between who Greg thinks is the employer of Melissa. Hello, I'm Greg. Greg is not putting on an organized attack here. (laughs) He's pretty dumb. Hello, I'm Greg. Do you have an employee named Melissa Schubert working at your hotel? I'd like to talk to you about her. And so Danielle responds, I'm the poker room manager and Melissa is one of our dealers. Why is there a problem? Yes, there is. I messaged Melissa the other day. She didn't like my message, which can happen. I tried to sort it out privately with Melissa, but she posted our private conversation in Instagram stories multiple times, which encouraged abuse and harassment, which I've received since. Multiple people messaged me hate, and one man tried to video call me multiple times. Why did they make you aware of the type of staff you have working for you? So then she responds, I make it a point to not be friends with my employees on social media, so I'm unaware of whatever was posted or why. Can you provide more context? <laughs> Pretty good answer. Boy, can I. <laughs> so the cokehead Greg says, I sent her a flirty DM as she's a very beautiful woman. She didn't like it and had a problem with me. But instead of sorting it out privately between us, she put out the conversation out publicly on multiple Instagram stories. I've deleted the original message and sent her uh, and sent to her as she didn't like it and asked politely if she could delete her story, not post anymore, and stop people harassing me in DMs. She did none of those things, sent me an abusive message, then blocked me. I've been harassed it's because like she of her doesn't sins. like me. <laughs> yeah. What, what's all this about? So uh, so then she writes back with, she finds the message and the dick pic. And um, she says, oh, I'm going to send this to HR immediately. Just for reference, is this the flirty DM in question? Correct. So now <laughs> she's sending back to him this flirty message that he said. Right. Um, and he says, I sent a message too. I was drunk though and said sorry to her multiple times. Why has she sent you that pic? She... <laughs> 
Go ahead. If you're fur- if you're Greg and you're furious, once you're at this point where you're explaining to the supposed HR person, yeah, I know you might want to abandon the strategy. It's not just working. Throw your hands up and be like, you know what? I lost this round. <laughs> no, he'll, he'll, he'll get there. He'll get there, Mike. Not as quickly as you wanted to. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She put that pic, but censored on her story without my permission. Now she sent it to you without my permission. And then she writes back, the photo is needed for the official HR report that will be filed. It will be reviewed by a committee as soon as possible. (laughs) (laughs) So then he writes back, shall I send you the disgusting hate message that I received because of her for the report? And the person who uh, employs Melissa writes back, as far as I'm aware, I don't... I don't employ any of those. I don't employ, she means. Okay, as far as I'm aware, I don't employ any of those people, so I'm not sure it's applicable. Uh, but if you could send me the message where Melissa requested this photo, that would be helpful. Uh-huh. What do you mean? I have no <laughs> idea who the people are that message me. Even though it's not her directly, she has promoted targeted harassment against me. So that, and she writes back, I'm assuming since no reasonable person would send an unsolicited photo of that nature, Melissa must have requested it, yes? I'd like a copy of that message so it could be included in the official report. I really appreciate your assistance in gathering the information for the committee. I assure you, we will be looking very, very closely at this unfortunate situation. Home run, ladies. Well played. Yeah, so balls in Greg's court again. He says, no, I started the conversation with her. I regret sending the pic and message to her. As I said, I've said multiple times, I'm sorry, but everything that has happened to me after that is not my fault and not acceptable. (laughs) Greg the victim. Here's my prick, sweetheart. Yeah. So then he posts the screen grab of her saying, never send a photo like that to a stranger again and get your sack checked out. It looks like a rotting sponge. Yeah. And then uh, she writes back, once the words abuse and harassment are used, it is company policy to contact law enforcement. We will be providing them with the messages and the photo in question. They may want to speak with you. He writes back, what? (laughs) She writes, I forwarded the message and photo onto our HR manager and had been told this is now a criminal matter. Materials will be turned over to police and the court system will take it from there. (laughs) This is fantastic. So now, finally, Greg is realizing what he's done here. Oh, my God. There's no need for the police to get involved. (laughs) I thought your company (laughs) HR would discipline her and this could end. Can you stop them getting getting the police involved? I thought you guys would be on my side here. (laughs) He writes, she writes back, she uh, involuntarily saw your junk and... Think she's been punished enough, Greg. Uh, it really does look like a rotting sponge, Greg. <laughs> and he goes, what the fuck, rude bitch? <laughs> Just drop the whole thing. Forget the HR report. Don't get the police involved. If the abuse continues, I'll deactivate my account. Forget the whole thing. She writes back, I assure you, none of this will be forgotten ever. Thanks again, Greg. <laughs> He's like, hold on a second. Who's the head of HR? Who do I speak to to get you <laughs> yeah, fired? I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... That's uh, that kind of concludes our story here. He uh, he, privated his account after that. What? Our good friend Cocaine. It takes Greg. me a lot to get on the side of women who have been sexually harassed, but these ladies did. <laughs> I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, who are we right now? <laughs> What's happening? Girl power. My yes. God. So that was uh, that was a, f- a fun uh, adventure that we all went on together. <laughs> it's it's certainly. What, I just love that. Like. If only the people going after Chappelle were this disorganized or some a cause that really mattered. Like, you know. They are. The people <laughs> They are, but yeah. 
Yeah, I guess that's the problem. <laughs> but I wish Greg was running every, uh, you know, PC campaign, I guess is my point. Right. Guys, stop sending dick pics to girls who don't want them, which is just about every girl you're sending a dick pic to. Just FYI. Or keep doing it, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, or that. Yeah, that that's fun, too. All right, you found another person. We're going to head over to YouTube. All these YouTube videos, who are these YouTube I'll be humming that on the way home tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, All right. Yeah, so a guy on uh, Twitter, Dr. Benjamin, I believe his name is, sent me this. And he was like, this hiding in my room guy is so fascinating. I've been following my ex-wife's social media. I'm sorry. I was just trying to get there, Mike. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. So as you, as you hear a little bit there, he's essentially a scorned ex-lover. Like... Him and his wife, I guess, got divorced, and his YouTube channel... I don't understand it. It's not... I didn't just find some guy's private account. He gets, you know, 10,000-plus views on a lot of his videos. He has 112,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, he does He does all right, but his channel just seems to be bitching about his ex-wife. Yes. <laughs> I will say, it gets a little spicy. I think his most recent video was titled... Um, Looking for lady boys before my girlfriend comes home. Occasionally okay. gets into more shock jock territory. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. So I did some research on this. I know you did too, Mike. And basically, right. this started out very earnestly. And I think as he's gained notoriety, he's leaned into it a little bit. He's leaning into it a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Okay. But what you're hearing here, though, is legit. This is actually what's going on in his life. He was married to a woman in Japan. He's, he's a British guy. He's a British-Japanese guy. It looks like. And he was he moved to Japan and married this woman. It didn't work out well. And so this is him uh, talking about that. So I've been following my ex-wife's social media for about a year now, just out of curiosity. And it's come to my conclusion that I think there's probably a very high chance and possibility that she found a new guy, a new boyfriend. And I don't know anything for sure. This is all just speculation because she hasn't said anything. And I can understand why she would want to keep this all private. I can't really say that I would be too happy with the idea of my ex dating a new guy because it does make me feel a little bit jealous, but I can't really expect her to stay single after two years. And even after two years, Japan is still closed to tourists, so the chances of us getting back together are probably very, very weak. Oh, okay. Well, it's the <laughs> government that's, that's stopping you still, from getting yeah. back with your ex. <laughs> Why is a he love that was never meant to be. Why is he broadcasting from the floor? Is that also an ancient Japanese tradition? Is this, do you take his shoes off before? That's very possible. Turning yeah, on, on YouTube. It's a weird place to be broadcasting from. But my thing, my thing with this guy's videos is like, if your buddy came over, you know, if uh, producer Chris was at your house and having this conversation with you, you'd be like, "Yeah, man, I don't know. You got another fish in the sea. You got to move on." I guess he's putting it on YouTube and people are watching it for some reason. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, I, I follow my ex-wife out of curiosity. Well, that's not going to go well if you're upset when she finds a new guy. Seems no, like a bad strategy. It's every guy in high school that goes through a bad breakup. Yes. It's like, yeah, I've been looking at her Facebook and other guys are liking her posts. It's like, yeah, all right, just move on. She better not be going to prom. If she has, I'm going to fucking prom. So help me God. I will cause a scene. <laughs> all right. Here's, uh, here's him explaining that he doesn't want this information that he's putting up on the internet to get out. 
to people in his personal life. So some people have been wondering if I've told my girlfriend about my YouTube channel and the answer is no, I haven't told her about my YouTube channel and I don't intend to tell her about it. And that's because I don't really want to tell her about my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is a very personal thing for me. It's kind of like my personal diary where I talk about stuff and I express my deepest feelings and opinions about stuff that's going on in my life that I won't really feel comfortable with people in my life knowing about or hearing about. In the same way I wouldn't expect anyone to show me their diary or their personal journal, I kind of don't really want people to expect me to have to show them my personal YouTube channel. Personal? It's his personal yeah. YouTube channel! doesn't want to get out to family and friends. Keep your mouth shut, guys. <laughs> you yeah. know? Come on. This would be like me sending a dick pic to my aunt and then being upset that my mom saw it. I'm like, ah! Oh! <laughs> this would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> This would be like when I mentioned Cringe of the Week, you going, you saw that? <laughs> that got back to you, shit! That's on my podcast, what the hell? <laughs> that wasn't for you. That wasn't for you to know about. All right. So this next video. But, oh, by the way, I should I should also mention, this guy mentions having a girlfriend. So if you're wondering a timeline on yeah. all of this, this guy moves pretty fast. Right. He's had a couple videos where this is like his second or third girlfriend since he got divorced, which was only like... Uh, the first video we played was only like eight months ago. And then this video, he's like, uh, yeah, I have a new girlfriend. And then the next video will be like, I'm trying to impregnate my girlfriend. Yes. So the guy moves pretty swiftly. Well, then he also gets dumped because he's always cheating on his girlfriends. Oh, yes. That's, a big, <laughs> that's also a problem here. A bit of a fly in the ointment with this guy. <laughs> yeah. So he explains because um, he knows how to cheat. He's going to teach the rest of us here. Hello, welcome back to a new video. So today I want to talk about how to cheat on your girlfriend or boyfriend or wife, I guess, without getting caught. Now you might be thinking, you know, as someone who cheated and got caught several times, I might not be the best person to be taking this kind of advice from, but I disagree. I think since I got caught so many times, I am probably one of the best people to take advice from because I know exactly what I did wrong and how I got caught and it's like asking the Bills how to win a Super Bowl. That's so not a good person to ask about this. He's a lemonade I out of lemons kind of guy. He makes the most of his That's situation. true, yes. Well, as you wrote in your notes, those that can't do teach. And never yes. has that been more true than in this scenario. <laughs> I also like that he says several times. Like, it's yeah. not like he fucked up once and now he knows what he did wrong. He kept getting caught. Guys, I which know is probably every why way to get caught cheating. I've figured out every single possible way. I could avoid getting caught in the future by not making these same mistakes again. Now, obviously, I don't condone cheating. It is a obviously. terrible thing to do, and it's very upsetting <laughs> if you get cheated on. But in the same way, eating meat is also a bad thing because you're causing the loss of a living creature on this planet. A living creature on this planet had to lose its life so that you get to fill your belly. But you don't care because you're hungry and you need sustenance and protein, and it tastes good. So in the same way, cheating is bad, but some people are going to cheat anyway whether or not i say it's bad or not so this is like patrice o'neill level takes on cheating guys i mean what are we going to do right you gotta have a steak she wants you to do it <laughs> yeah, what, are, what are you gonna do uh I, I don't think you should cheat i know you're going to so i'm gonna give you advice but gosh i wish you would his meat analogy might be one of the worst i've ever heard because yes. it makes both he i 
Somehow he made both a guy, an adulterer, and a meat eater murderers. Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, we're both killing things. So what's the big deal? This is God's plan for us. <laughs> what are you going to do, right? Exactly. Uh, all right. Do you want to get back to um, why his marriage failed? Uh, yeah, because that's the big theme of his channel, really. And it's, you know, like um, with Opie and Anthony, some people would talk about the WNEW days as the as the real glory days of that show. That, when he was getting divorced, that's the real height of his YouTube channel, I think. Yeah. Well, so remember, he moved to Japan to marry this woman, and he did everything that he could do to understand their culture and yeah. uh, fit right in with the with everyone else. I think the most challenging part about being married in Japan was having to live with a Japanese woman and having to kind of adapt to her ways of life. Because I watched a lot of anime and Japanese drama before going to Japan, I thought I had a pretty good understanding about... By the way, he's right about that. Anime and hentai is all you need to live in yeah. Japan. Just watch hours of that. You'll be good to go. Yeah, I, I bow a lot, so I kind of figure I would fit it, you know? <laughs> about what Japanese people would be like to live with. And I thought it would be easy to adapt to the stuff they eat and the things they like to do. And I thought the language barrier wouldn't really be a problem because I could speak pretty good Japanese. But I was wrong. And actually living with a Japanese person was a lot more difficult and challenging and frustrating than I initially expected. And I think that in the end, my marriage failed because there were so many tiny little things that were built up to become this massive thing that was just making me feel kind of unhappy in Japan and made me not really want to be married anymore. And that's what ultimately made the marriage fail. I hope the weebs are all listening to this. It's not all it's cracked up to be, people. <laughs> well, let's not forget one of those little things was continuously cheating on her over and over again. Well, there's a lot of attractive women in Japan when you're into Japanese girls, I Mike. I That's part of the problem with living in Japan when you're married. I like his synopsis being like the hard, you know, the hardest part of uh, marriage is living with a Japanese woman. It's, well, yeah, that's pretty much most of it, right? Like, do you even expect that to happen? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Living with the woman? <laughs> he would have had a successful marriage if he had just been single in Japan. Then this right, would have worked exactly, out yeah. very, very well. If he could just sling dick and come and go as he pleased, it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I blame the woman on this one. Normally I doubt, but this time around. All right, so now he's talking about the whole, what did I do? Right. <laughs> why? Why? why so recently, me? some of you may have seen my community post in which I showed a picture, a screenshot of a very spiteful comment that my ex-wife left on my recent video about why I hated being married in Japan to a Japanese lady. And in this video, I just talk about some difficulties I had whilst being married, some of the differences I had between me and my wife, and I didn't really say anything that was really mean or insulting. But it seems as though my ex-wife saw the video, which I'm kind of surprised that she even cares anymore but she obviously i'm sure this guy dm'd it to her <laughs> i guarantee <laughs> he sent her oh, a you link care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can't believe she watched it i only said it to her eight times in a row and then texted did you watch it yet <laughs> saw the video and took some offense to some of the things I said. And this is the comments that she left on my video. It says, if I got my karma, it's done because I'm happy after getting divorced, but you are getting karma because your channel is dead and you are not happy. You never change forever. So pretty horrible comment to write on my video, which I don't really feel like I deserved. And the reason 
<laughs> yeah, he, d- he definitely didn't deserve that. I like that he found a woman who hates him both online and in real life. <laughs> well, also, like, you know, I, so I made this silly little YouTube channel that is just shitting on her. That's our yeah. sole purpose. And it's gained thousands of followers. And then she was really mean about it. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? What, what, what am I doing fuck? over here? I didn't deserve this. Uh, he's he's an interesting dude. There's sub there's a subreddit devoted to him. People are trying to figure out what his deal is. Yeah, you might be right in the sense that like he's le- he saw he got success with it, but I do think he's this guy on yeah. some level at least. Yeah, like, this started out very pure. <laughs> you no, know, I was reading about people who go back a couple of years with him or however long it's yeah. been and have said that no, the videos have gotten different. When it started, this guy was definitely trying to get back with his wife. Oh, for sure. <laughs> very yeah, pathetically yeah. going about it the very <laughs> wrong way to go about it. All right. I want to take you back to TikTok. Who are these TikTokers? Who are these TikTokers? Who are these TikTokers? Who are these TikTokers? Now, what we're going to see here is TikTok on TikTok crime. There's a TikToker at Desi.self. We're going to watch her video, but she is filming another TikToker who's cutting in line. Mike, anything worse than someone who cuts in line? It's the worst thing you could possibly do. It's the worst thing you could do. So I want to take you to Nashville, Tennessee, a part of the country that I had a blast in when we had our, our live WTP there last year. And what you're seeing is a little bit of a celebration, a festival of some sort. It might be a New Year's Eve celebration, something. And there's a bunch of people waiting in line to get beers and refreshments. And it's a very long line to get these beers, but everyone's patiently waiting their turn. Except for this one TikToker that is well documented by our hero Desi here. All right. Now, what Desi does, she puts things up on the screen that I'll just pause and read because they they come and go very quickly. So she says, in the line for drinks at the Nashville ball slash music note drop, worth the watch, LOL. Okay. All right. This lady was in line uh, beside me. Just wait. All right. So this lady's going to be a part of this. All right. She says, I missed the part where three girls cut almost in front. And um, I unfortunately, there's the TikTok logo on top of that. But basically what's happening here is these three women cut in the line. And the woman behind them is like, hey, what are you guys doing? We've all been waiting in line here. That's yeah. very rude. So now that girl who was upset that they cut in front of him slapped the girl's phone. And uh, so that lady now turns around. She's very upset that she just got her phone smacked. So the woman who cut in line, who got her phone slapped, by the way, great rack, turns around and she gives her the look like, what the fuck did I do? Why are you mad at me? I don't even know what's going on here. So now she's TikToking this woman who hit her phone, who's behind her in line, and this woman's covering her face. She doesn't want to be on this woman's TikTok. Take my phone, crack it. Look, look at all the phones out. 
She writes, I'm obnoxiously beautiful. You're an ugly old bitch. This is what she's All saying right. to this woman All in line. board so far, I'm in. Fucking I'm on her side. Skank ass bitch. <laughs> she says, I will beat you up. So these guys are coming back through the line with their beards and their cowboy hats, and they're laughing. They're like, oh, watch out for her. She's got 70,000 viewers on TikTok because this woman is explaining why she's so important that she can cut right in the line here. Your follower account can now be used as a threat, like how much you bench or something. Like, hey, you better watch out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's going to kick the shit out of you. Now she's sticking her tongue out at that woman. She's being super obnoxious. So now they got their drinks. They're walking away. This woman grabs her by the hair and twists her back onto the ground. <laughs> and now the other woman's smashes her beer on her beer goes everywhere everyone in this line who's watching this is now at a gallagher concert they're getting soaked <laughs> over this <laughs> by the way the woman who splashed beer on everyone still has the audacity to walk through the line to pick up the can of beer that still has half a beer left she's not leaving well, I mean, that she's behind. Not, letting, not wasteful <laughs> yeah I mean, it's not like she waited a long time for it but still it's 10 bucks <laughs> so 10 bucks is 10 bucks Now they're they're following after this girl. The three the three line cutters are now following after the woman who dragged that girl down by the hair. They catch up to her and then they do nothing. The guys seem very excited to be a part of this. By the way, just about every single girl in line is a smoke show. I got to go back to Nashville. It's Nashville, baby. It's not a bad place. <laughs> so that one came in from uh, my buddy Drew Lane over at the Drew and Mike show. Sent me that <laughs> to, to review. A little Southern justice. I like how they handle shit down there. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> All right. I think it's that time. All right. Now, the reason why I like to talk about my Facebook feed is because I stopped going on there years ago because it's so depressing. For whatever reason, people like to go on Facebook and say things that they should not be sharing publicly. I don't know how this started. I wish the algorithm would have stopped. You know what? Actually, that is the problem. People felt obligated to respond and reply and hit likes and sad faces oh, and whatever you do. Cool. Yeah. And they so the algorithm's like, oh, this is the important thing that we have to share with everyone. It's like, oh, well, that was dumb. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Gary, who I went to high school with, writes, two years, mom. Two years since I gave you COVID and now you're gone. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We're off to a good start. <laughs> I miss Gary, you. Beat yourself up, buddy. <laughs> I, I miss you every day. You're the only one like me. You're the only one that got me. I miss confiding in you. I miss being near you. 
One year crying every day for the first two hours was a turning point in my life to begin working on myself. Two years later, and now it only takes about 15 minutes to get my head right. I wish you were here. I wish you were able to meet your grandson. I wish you could see how our business has grown. I wish you could see our new home. How far your son has come personally and professionally. Something I never thought I had in me. I wish I could share it all with you now. Life is never perfect. Hold those you love close. It's never a good or convenient time to lose your loved ones. It just happens and you deal with it. Your death brought me major change in my life. I pivoted in a direction I never thought I could. Thus, providing meaning from your death. I'm a 45-year-old man and will always miss my mommy. Jesus. What if no. I was just weeping? I'm like, no, that's that, beautiful. No, no, that post. <laughs> by the way, that post, I just noticed now as I'm reading it again, goes back and forth between talking to his mom directly, which is nonsense. They don't have Facebook feeds in heaven. That's why it's heaven. And, <laughs> and then like telling us, that, like the rest of the viewers, to appreciate our loved ones. Yeah, and he's breaking. He's like Zach Morris. He's breaking the fourth wall <laughs> yeah, He's for freezing a the room on us and addressing <laughs> yeah. the viewers for a minute. So you should comment like, was this meant for me? I shouldn't be reading this. This should be in your. <laughs> yeah. This should be on that guy's YouTube channel. It should be private. Did you mean to DM this to your dead mom? Because I can see it on my wall right now. <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. You might want to hide this. Gary, I'm so sorry, buddy. Do you know you posted that? Everyone can see it. <laughs> what if I just responded TMI in the comments? <laughs> <laughs> Cried every but day that's... for two hours. <laughs> what a baby. That's what it should be, because honestly, I'm sure if you read the comments, they're all phony, and like, this is so beautiful, when in reality, you know, yeah. these people are like, Jesus, Gary. Oh, I should have grabbed that South Park. Nobody likes a crybaby. Everyone has problems. Exactly. You don't have to cry about it, you crybaby. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have one more for you, because I just have a question about this. So Brian writes, and there's a, there's a photo of him with his two sons. They're all wearing Bill's gear. They all have their okay. Bill's clothing on. And he writes, today was the first Bills game I watched with my children sober instead of at a bar. 173 days sober for them. Go Bills. Huh. Now, he posted this two days ago. So, yeah. obviously, they were watching the playoff game the Bills just played on Sunday. This guy's yeah. been sober 173 days, and he just finally got around to watching a Bills game with his kids, who are also That's Bills most of, That's going to be most of the season, right? <laughs> yeah, he pretty much got season. sober at the start of football season. <laughs> Where was he going to watch these games if not staying yeah. home with the kids? I may not be at a bar, but I've still neglected them the last 17 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Look, I would be a better person in increments. All right, I can't do it all at once. <laughs> Give me a break here. I'm yeah. sober, but there's still a lot to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I want to switch gears because um, I appreciate people are, are sending me notes. Hopefully, Mike, you're getting notes too. People are saying, yes, check out this, check out that. Well, definitely, that's very helpful. And uh, there's a guy named Steve Guitar who sent me a, a message. He said, my friend, this might be something for you to consider checking out on who are these socials. This guy is a guitar virtuoso. And the further you go down his rabbit hole, you learn he posts creepy replies to porn on Reddit. And oh. it's just an all around weird guy. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was just like. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, you understand the show format. Very good. <laughs> Let's start off because, Mike, I never talk about it, but I play guitar. Really? Yeah, I know. I never you bring should it up. try getting into like a band or something. Like I that. actually am in a couple of bands, uh, the Ice Tufts and Buzz Myers. I know. Oh I, never, I should talk about it more often, obviously. You're a humble guy. 
<laughs> All right, so I want to start off by playing you this guy's uh, guitar playing. Now, I want to warn you that he's playing this song on an electric guitar, and it's not meant for an electric guitar. So maybe it's not as good as uh, it could be, but uh, check this out. Okay. One more track. This is supposed to be played like on a Spanish classical guitar, but I'm doing it like on electric. Hope you like enjoy this. Let's do it. <laughs> I wish he'd post the tabs to this too. My uh, my friends who play guitar will understand that one. <laughs> He started singing. I mean, I could do this, right? Like, this is just slapping the keys, pretty much. Mike, you would somehow sound better than this. You can't possibly <laughs> sound worse than this. Like, he when, doesn't when play it guitar. started, I was like, this might not work because I don't know guitar enough to critique this guy. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, this guy can't play guitar and his guitar is not in tune. If I handed you another guitar and it was at least in tune, it would sound way better than this. Right. And he's got all these videos on his YouTube channel, unless you think he just put out that one as a goof. Here's the first one I saw, and this is a song that lasts about 10 minutes. Uh, I'll spare you some of those minutes, trust me. <laughs> the name of this video is Gamma Ray Rebellion in Dreamland Cover, Hashtag Guitarist. So this is, this is one of his covers that he's doing. This is the original. <laughs> An homage to one of his kids. <laughs> yeah. Let me know when you've had enough. Let me know when you're tapping oh, on this one. Oh, oh, I'm allowed to say that? Yeah, you get it? I feel like Craig, yeah, no, I I feel like Craig right now on Blind Mike Project. We good? We good here? I think we're good, right? You get it? I think we're ready? All right. So I I know. I So, like, I, I think every week we've figured out more and more, like, what we want the show to be format-wise and everything. Yeah. But I feel like this guy might be the best example in the sense that what I want to do is tell people, like, get the fuck off the internet. You shouldn't be posting your guitar videos if you're this bad. Correct. That should be the main, the focal point of this show, I think. Yes, that that is correct. So I, go, I found him on uh, Reddit because, uh, as Steve Guitar told me, he's got some weird stuff going on on Reddit. So okay. I was checking out some of his posts, and there was this one that's in um, the subreddit Body Perfection. And I'm not going to show you because we're on YouTube, but there's a topless girl on there. Ooh. And he writes back, oh, yes, kissy face. I was hoping for that voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes, uh, oh, because I will make you moan and scream like a guitar while I play with your body. And then she writes back a uh, kissy face. And he writes, that me when we are alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, proofread your shit if you're gonna hit on these girls. This Man. is this is the one though. I want to read to you. There's no way I'm gonna get through this. 
this is a very difficult one to read because the the grammar is brutal. But if I could just say real quick though, he said that girl would sound like him playing a guitar. Is he gonna slaughter? Like that's, <laughs> that doesn't sound appetizing if I'm that young lady. <laughs> oh man! So there's a, a subreddit called Curvy. Now I bet you can guess what that is. I have a feeling. <laughs> Curvy is a word used on the internet that actually means fat and sometimes sure. obese. Right. And so I watched this little video that this guy's commenting on. And this is a very big woman. And she's got a tight shirt on because there's no such thing as not a tight shirt on this woman. And she decides to pull it up and let her enormous boobs out one at a time. And I know you sounded excited there for a second, but the (laughs) boobs match her body type. It's not one of those things like, oh, well, at least she has big boobs. She's like, damn. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't think it through. Yeah. It's, I don't know what would smell worse on this woman, her crotch oh, or underneath her boobs. But this guy's <laughs> excited about it. So he says, all right, I'm going to try my best here. I'm just going to try one word at a time, Carl. You can do this. I bet I'm not the only guy that tried to get you to meet me halfway. This is a song in my heart. Your tits is so big. Make every Did guy you spell meet M E A T by the way. <laughs> no. Um, make every guy wish they had a chance. Baby, you know if I had a chance, I would kiss you and touch you, put you on the bed, make you think about only me, while we go up and down in the bed, make you scream like Usher do. We could be trade places. See what would you do if I was the one in your head. You want, by the way, these are all periods. These are all sentence, separate sentences. Is he from another land? <laughs> another land! <laughs> he wants me. You want me to call you goddess, then you need to earn it. Because when I'm done with you, this is taking a turn, because when I'm done with you, you would call me the sex god. Oh. Let me end this with a little something. Baby, you may think I just want to use you like my cum dumpers. I would do that if you respect me right. Love me as a person. This song would be in your head all night and day. That you would be thinking about it. If you're not the one, let me know now. Because I want love. I'm the love song talker baby. My first bit of advice for this man is... It, make these posts and your guitar posts from a separate account so people don't know it's you. <laughs> there is a separate account, but I was able to find it pretty easily. It wasn't, it wasn't difficult to find. Hide the name a little bit. <laughs> Again, it, it goes back to like that dick pic to a stranger. Like, what is the batting average on these types of posts when these thirsty thoughts are, are put? Well, this is not even a thought, but when they're, they're, these thirsty girls are posting shit on Reddit, do, they, do you think that they're going through and going, now, if somebody comes up with something really sensitive, I will DM them. I will say though, at least he's shooting low. You know, it seems like he's shooting in the in the correct yeah, league. That's true. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> someone that might be wooed by this. Yeah, sexy if he, if he talk. saw this girl at the mall, this yeah, this actually might be a love connection. That's a good point. Right. By the way, I give myself a B minus on that read. I was that was pretty good. That's fair. More, yeah, than, more than passing. I was right. ho- again. I was hoping for the sexy voice, but that's all right. Oh yeah, I forgot this. I I was just so struggling to try to make sense of that <laughs> paragraph that I I couldn't do both, unfortunately. 
that's if you, if you didn't play me the first video where I could hear him speak English, I'd be like, Carl, this is mean. Obviously, it's not the person's <laughs> first language. Well, it is mean. I'm like, you wanted to do a show with me? Now you're like, I don't know. This guy's mean, though. That's a fair point. Yeah. All right. I got uh, one more thing I want to get. Well, a couple more things I want to get to here. long that i know i gotta cut that up <laughs> i was thinking about that today too i'm like i gotta make a shorter version of the kids say the darndest thing song all right so we have a post here from nick adams alpha male and yes. uh do you want to explain who this is before we over this is a real guy i've made sure of it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you for doing so, that He's a he's a writer. He's a big Trump guy. Like he's the type of guy in his bio, he puts like MAGA and Trump and all that type of shit. Right. So a real hardo political right leaning guy. And he tweets out back on January thirteenth. Now, the context of this is that M and M's has just put out a new package of M and M's that just fe- features the female M and M's. Yes. There's only three yeah, colors. God forbid. There's only three. <laughs> I colors always preferred the males, to be honest, but. <laughs> So he writes, I was at a bodega this morning when I saw a small boy ask his mother for some candy. As I saw her hand reach for a package of M&Ms, I cried out and left my place in line to stop her. Once I informed her M&Ms had gone woke, she thanked me profusely (laughs) and opted for a Twix instead. (laughs) It's not even kids saying the darndest things now that I think about it. But it is a made-up story. A lot of the comments pointed out they're owned by the same company. Right. It's Mars. They're both Mars candies. Yeah. I saw a really funny Babylon B headline. It said, second grader suspended for misgendering an M&M. And it just shows a very <laughs> sad kid in detention. Yeah. Doing that. Obviously, the M&M gender thing is silly, but they're doing it because of guys like this. They're doing it because <laughs> well, people right. talk about it. He's giving them free advertising. Correct. Yes. With these clear lies of him saving the poor kid in the line at the bodega. Could you imagine this woman going, oh, my God, thank Christ you're here today. Thank you, I sir. Giving bought, him a hearty handshake. I almost bought M&M's. Holy shit. Are you my guardian angel? Did I just meet I, my guardian? Oh, and he floated away. Where'd he go? I'm picturing her going to shake his hand and him saying, hey, just doing my civic duty. <laughs> everybody, everybody gets one. <laughs> and then you have another who's that man it's my hero is who it is you have another uh tweet that you sent over this to one me. this one like uh, i consider all of these ruth condas even when they don't involve kids but this is just uh, just a lie for my own just pleasure because lie is what you mean yeah right basically any obvious lie which journalists are the worst at and particularly sports journalists like there's no one that loves sucking their own dick more than a sports reporter or sports writer. So this and guy so, is Chris Fader? Yes. Okay. And he covers uh, the Cavs and I think the NBA in general as well. Okay. So he's a Cleveland guy. And yeah. he 
tweets out, chat with Uber driver, him, what brings you here? Me, basketball, Blazers are playing Cavs, him, I hear they're trying to trade for Tim Hardaway, me, where did you hear that? Him, all over the internet, apparently some guy named Chris Fader in Cleveland reported it, me, (laughs) you don't say. First off, you wouldn't say all over the internet if you knew the source material. Exactly. Right? Yeah. If it was if it was fucking Adam Schefter, yeah. if it was Woj for an NBA story, you'd know who it was. You wouldn't be like, ah, jeez, what's his name? Oh yeah, Chris Fader. I nailed it. I, I love the idea too that he knows Chris Fader that well, but the guy just got in his Uber and he didn't recognize him. That makes right. sense. Some guy, I don't know, Chris Bader, apparently he's like the best reporter ever. I, that's what people are saying on the internet. So I keep reading yeah. everywhere. Yeah, you know, it's funny, though, on a totally separate note, a uh, guy just walked up to me the other day oh. and was like, you know you know who I find ridiculous is a Richard Ojeda. Uh, I was listening <laughs> to this guy, Blind Mike, do yeah. a really great breakdown of him. <laughs> and you went, like, you, you don't, don't say, say. son. <laughs> <laughs> you always got to add that with, you don't say. And then you walk around, you walk away modestly. Yeah. You know, you don't just start signing autographs right yeah. there. You just go, that's awesome. Thanks for the info. I wink at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wasn't, well, I'm going to play this just because it just came out. And okay. now's my chance to play it. Um, Chad Zumach is going off okay. about DabbleCon, February 3rd and 4th, WTPLive.com for tickets. Okay. Now, the problem with our friend Chad, someone posted this in uh, subreddit. And that's why I'm playing this for you on who are these socials. See what I did there, Mike? Yes. I nice gave tie a reason. Very yeah, good. There's a tie in here. Really shoehorning. <laughs> this is the, Chad Zuma. This is the Dabblers Anonymous subreddit. And the thing about Chad is that he's been going off on how this whole show is going to be a failure and no one wants to go to Rochester and it's all going to suck and he can't wait for it to suck. And the problem with Chad is that he pretends to be authentic and he talks about how everyone else is trying to create a narrative and he's the only one spitting facts and telling the truth. But then he's constantly saying shit that goes against all the other shit that he already said. I think I've set this up enough. <laughs> I know you like to uh, rip off people's content. I'm like, look what we're doing, Anthony. It's like Jocktober. Hey, he's so out of breath. He's obsessed with you and Anthony. He's like, very upset. I gotta say. It's cool. I know you were an Opie and Anthony fan. It's very cool that you have a relationship with Anthony. He seems to like your show. Yeah. But like Anthony does your promotes you went out of his way to be like, hey, who are these podcasts? Is a good podcast. Right. You weren't tapping Anthony on the shoulder. Like, can I be part of your world, please? It's the weirdest obsession that Chad had. Even if that was my strategy, and it wasn't. But even if my strategy was I'm going to start a podcast, and then two and a half years in, I'm going to get the attention of Anthony Kubia, and he's going to make me a star. That would still be very impressive if I was going to pull that off. No one would fault me and be like, what an asshole you are. Mission accomplished. Yes, that's something that's easy to do. But it's not what I was set out to do by any means. But anyway, here we go. Here's the other To Anthony's credit, I watched the thing he did with Chad a little while back where he's like, yeah, Chad, my name doesn't carry the weight you think it does. <laughs> I know. People think I'm a fucking racist alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Carl, listen. You're listening now. I know you like to uh, rip off people's content. I'm like, look what we're doing, Anthony. It's like Jocktober. Hey, Eric Nagel, look. We're, we're just like you guys, except shittier. If you want- <laughs> Well, he's got me there. That is how I always start every episode. Hey, look at us. We're just like Jack Tober, but shittier. Hey, Eric Nagel. Hey, check it out. Opie and Anthony, but shittier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in a pitch meeting. All right, guys. 
Picture this. Remember Opie Anthony's Jacktober? That, but way worse. <laughs> like an amateur version of that. What do you think? I won't we'll say take it. I won't say elevator pitch because I've, I've been calling out by Cardiff. You guys, except shittier. If you want me at that DabbleCon, fly me the fuck out there. All right. First off, did nobody, you want him there? Nobody wants you around. I don't care if you come. But I'm not like, ah, God, I wish I could hang out with Chad Zumach. That'd be so much fun. Now I gotta, no, it's on my fucking dime. I gotta fly him out to Rochester. Okay. All right. You know what? I've been thinking about it, Carl. I'll go too. 50,000. <laughs> <laughs> you Fine. Hard you suckered me into it. Fine. <laughs> you know what, Mike? I'll give you 60,000 to come. All right. How about that? I've played this perfectly. <laughs> Nailed it. Fly me out. I will sit front row and watch your magic. Front row is sold out. <laughs> All right. We sold out front row a while ago. <laughs> I love that he goes, oh, you want me there so bad? Why don't you fly me out, wine me and dine me, get me in the front row? Like, wait, what? what why am I doing any of this? So this is a response sense. to no one wanting him there. <laughs> none of this makes sense. And also, it's a very winded Chad Zumach. This is from his podcast. This isn't like a live stream where he's being a lunatic in his neighborhood. This is, Are we sitting down for this? It's called Sit Down Zumach, so I assume, huh? but... I don't know. He's very tired. Talk about me right in front of my face. You won't. You won't. Put me at the front table with your ugly wife and let me. I'll just sit back. I'll start drinking again. I want to. <laughs> Sir, my wife is part of the show. <laughs> She's from the jingles department. She doesn't have to sit in the audience with you, buddy. She'll be on stage, buddy. <laughs> How much of an asshole would I have to be to be like, all right, now listen, you're sitting next to Chad Zubach. Listen, he requested it. I'm sorry. My hands are tied here. <laughs> we have to put you in the back. Chad wanted it that way. Let me. I'll just sit back. I'll start drinking again because I want to enjoy the show. <laughs> Look at that threat. I'll start drinking again. Now we realize what it is, is yes. that he's already raised ready to drink. <laughs> You're going to do exactly what Chrissy and Frank did in Orlando. Tell the GM, call her multiple times. We can't let him in. You seriously can't let him in. Not true, Chad. You can come in. I'm telling you, buy a ticket, fly here, drive here, whatever you got to do. You are welcome to come to DabbleCon. All right. I, I respect that, but also it's like, yeah, this guy that's threatening the event, they won't allow me in. <laughs> well, that, that's it. the whole thing. Like, Chad has done stand-up for a while, or at least attempted to. He knows that hecklers are disruptive, and w that will get you kicked out of the club for being a heckler. And Chad's going, I'll sit in the front row and tell you you fucking suck. Like, well, you can do that. You won't be there very long. Is that, is I was just be... loudly booing. Why did <laughs> yeah. they have me leave? <laughs> Dave Stroop's like, what the fuck? Who is this woman? He's like, I don't even get these demands from the Wayans brothers. You do from Bert Kreischer, though, because I know that Bert's also told club owners to not let Chad in. It's a very topical <laughs> reference, though. The Wayans That's brothers are all over the place these days. <laughs> you know the hottest guys in stand-up comedy? The <laughs> Wayans brothers? <laughs> Coming to a chuckle hut near you. The Wayans brothers. He's like, I don't even get these demands from the Wayans brothers. <laughs> That's not a good sign, by the way. If Dave Stroop goes, who is this person? Probably not the, the headliner you think you are. I thought you were going to get new equipment in 2023 for your podcast, Chad. This sounds like shit. It sounds terrible. So why do you want to go to this show so badly? It sounds horrible. Well, I, I don't want to listen to this. I don't even know who the guy is. <laughs> when Dave Stroop's like, who is this person? You're probably not the draw that you think you are. 
what an idiot. I was at that show. It was packed. He goes, yeah, these idiots, they think that people want to come out and see them perform. You're probably not even that that good at getting people to come out. That already yeah. happened, John. <laughs> people were already also, there. Also, yeah, I mean, most podcasts with zero listeners have a guy this angry looking into a camera and huffing and puffing about them. <laughs> oh, he just he's just constantly winning. He, I mean, just following the footsteps of Charlie Sheen, and that ended very well for him. So, good job, Chad. <laughs> you should. He really should take this on the road. Actually, the uh, mad at everyone, but I don't care tour. Certainly, just get up there. Honestly, and be like, <laughs> I don't even fucking care. I don't care about Frank Pellegrino. Clinton's of comedy. I'd, I'd go to that. I'd go to see that. Can I, can I tell you something? Maybe you've, maybe you've touched on this before, but I think it's weird that he's giving the reaction we thought, like, Stuttering John was going to give about DabbleCon. Right. Like, he seems really worked up about DabbleCon when it has nothing to do with him. Well, it's going to have more and more to do with him every day that goes by when he's making videos like this. We yeah, put out packets I mean. like this. Like, I'm going to be forced to just talk about Chad Zubak the entire time, which is fine. I, I don't yeah, is he jealous that. that it's not Chad Con or something? I don't understand the reaction to DabbleCon specifically. Like, if he was reacting to you shitting on him, that's one thing. But he seems obsessed with DabbleCon for some reason. Chad Con is actually happening in uh, September. Funny you should bring that up. That will be in well, Tampa. Excellent. <laughs> we'll be doing that in Tampa Bay. And by the way, Chad's not allowed there. I've already told the club owner. Please clap, everybody. That's good news. <laughs> I'm, I am kidding. Please clap. All right. Do you want to hear some voicemails real quick? People have been uh, giving us some feedback. Oh. Some info. And I I'd know, love to. I know your policy. You're like, fuck anyone who listens to this show. I do things my way. But I like to listen to what people have to say. <laughs> That's and true, I want to yeah. hear what people think about the show, Mike. <laughs> the comments never get to me. That's for sure. All right. Let's check it out. Hey, Carl, this is for uh, WATS. Um, when you do your, like, creepy commenter voice, it kind of sounds like Triple H in the mid-2000s. And you go, ooh, you are so pretty good. I don't know if you followed wrestling and all back then, but you sound exactly like you know, Ask Vinny. Fuck off. Bye. Oh, I, I actually do a very good Triple H. Uh, check this out. Ooh, yeah. I'm Triple H, brother. Watch out for me. I'm Triple H. How did so. we get him on? Is that you, Triple H? <laughs> no, no, I'm back, Mike. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh wow. <laughs> Carl, you missed him. <laughs> I got some crazy impressions. I know. We're never in the, in the same room at the same time for some reason. Oh, man, uh, Mike Tyson was here a couple weeks ago. We get big guests. Now I feel like I let this guy down because I didn't do the creepy voice on the second post. You let us all Damn down, it. Really, yeah. All right. Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. Hey, don't talk about people ripping off your show like Cardiff and Vinny, and don't talk about rom-coms that don't break new ground when you're literally doing what the boys at ROTC do when they break down and make fun of shitty rom-com trailers before the movie has been released. <laughs> so uh, you just wait till they hear about this. Oh, well. No. I have bad news for you. Those boys have gone over to Rumble. We're still on YouTube, so we can now take over their act. <laughs> They'll never find out about it. <laughs> We're stealing their entire act, and there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> We're talking politics and Brendan Shaw, just as I always hope. WATS 1, ROTC 0. All right. Carl, I have to call back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't done with the episode. I sent him that fucking Pizza Hut pizza. It's a classic meme, none pizza with left beef. 
And oh boy, did he ever own me by making a dank, dank food hack out of it. <laughs> by the way, I'm sorry I didn't set that up correctly. So we did the uh, King Cobra KFS, right? KFS, yeah. KFS. And um, people love that guy. I got a lot of positive feedback about that. And people oh, really? actually sent me other TikTok channels that just feature videos of him. And I was going through some of that. I thought maybe I'd bring it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about him again because people love that oh, guy. Oh, good. He's fascinating. Good, good, good. But this is incredible, Mike, because we reviewed the video where he was delivered that shitty Pizza Hut pizza and turned it into a delicious treat. Yes. And this is I didn't the guy. So is, is this actually the guy that sent it to this him? This is That's the guy hilarious. who sent him that because as soon as he saw that we were featuring him, he's like, oh, this is awesome. He called me. He's like, this is awesome. I love you guys are doing this. Then he called me back and goes, holy shit. This is actually the video. So we, <laughs> we start that again now that I remember. Oh, I have to call back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't done with the episode. I sent him that fucking Pizza Hut pizza. It's a classic meme, none pizza with left beef. And oh boy, did he ever own me by making a dank, dank food hack out of it. He does own my sorry troll life. All right, uh, go fuck yourself. Don't call me back. Yada, yada. Uh, hide a blind mic, I, I guess. Oh. What was that? What was I that? guess. It's an I. It's an I. I guess. All right, one more. Kukuru Carl. Reese Witherspoon's a 10? Get the fuck out of here. If that's true, what does that make Vic? A negative six? That math checks out. Yes. Interesting. Oh, what are we going to do? Debate between whether Reese Witherspoon's a nine and a half or a ten? I, well, whatever. whatever well, I got to say to this guy, if if he's saying Reese Witherspoon's like an eight, that would make Vic even lower. So his it, argument doesn't really work. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's a good point too. <laughs> Maybe the math doesn't check out on that. I just liked calling Vic a negative six. That's what I was into. All right. Um, Adam Thoreau, $1.99. At least he's explaining the visuals. I'm sorry, guys. When I was playing that TikTok video of the girl cutting in line, I forgot to pull that up on the feed. Maybe if I got some more people uh, super chatting, I could uh, afford a producer over here for this show. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you guys weren't on welfare, huh? Pre two pounds or two euros video, Carl. Ever heard of it? Oh, okay, well, I guess I should fuck up more. That's the only time people actually decided to give us some money on this episode. <laughs> unless I'm missing something from uh, from previous chats. But uh, keep the super chats coming. That's the only way that we're making money on the show these days. We do have our own RSS feed. Who are these socials? It's almost impossible to find right now. I don't know if it takes yeah. a couple weeks. You you could sue us for slander because there's no evidence of it. But <laughs> Right. Uh, but no, we did create that feed. In fact, Mike, didn't you tweet it out if people want to get yeah, the link to it? Yeah, I tweeted out the it. RSS feed. It's on my Patreon and everything. And uh, so on some apps, you can use the RSS feed to search for the link. So you'll be able to subscribe that way. But we'll tweet out and post all the Apple and Spotify links and all that as well. <laughs> who's who's we? Can you just I do will. it? I'll just retweet it. I'll can do it. Can It'll all be like at blindmike.net is where you find it. <laughs> well, you're already plugging your Patreon. I'm like, where do people find our RSS feed? Well, you have to go to my Patreon and sign I up. I tweeted it out, I said as well. You can I follow know. me on Twitter. You know, it's all my things is my point. People should go to your Patreon, patreon.com slash blindmike. Thank you. And if they don't want to give you money right now, maybe maybe they're still feeling things out. They're not sure. Yes. Uh, if that's the case, people can go to blindmike.net and that's your link tree. All the things that you're doing, the blind Mike project, why you're laughing, who are these socials? Yes. Eventually it's all there. It will be on there when there are links to post. 
Chef Lewis for $1.99. Can't wait for the Blind Mike Live Show 2023. Are you doing uh, a live we'll show? See. Nah, we'll see. I've talked about it, but who knows? Oh, you're teasing. You're teasing everyone. Yes. If I get to 1,000 subscribers, <laughs> doing, we'll do it. one of those moves? <laughs> yeah. We call that in the business the shooly. That's the shooly maneuver. <laughs> well I learned aware. from the best. I'm well aware of that. All right. And, of course, uh, who are these podcasts and the creep off? Who are these.com as well as the creepoff.com is where you can find my shows. And we're going to continue to put this out on the Who Are These Podcasts RSS feed until it's a lot easier to find us on our own RSS feed. Someone did point out, by the way, that it's ironic that you can't see the podcast that I'm on. Maybe it's a, all a business strategy of mine that we've got cooking. Wait, what do you mean you can't see the podcast that you're on? The, oh, wait, the not, RSS. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant the no, video version. I'm like, what the fuck do you think we're doing right now, asshole? Swing and a miss, folks. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Mike had no idea that we were doing a video this whole time. That's why he's in his underwear right now. He's like, oh, shit, we're on YouTube? It would be great. You said people like super chat when we fuck up. It would be great if we just completely jumped the shark and like our cameras are off every week. It's like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Wow. I'll figure this out one of these days, guys. I'll, I'll I'll become a professional podcaster, I swear. All right, Mike. How do we... Uh, oh, you do the sign-off. All right, guys. See you never. Who are these social things? That's what this audience wants to hear. Like, whoa! Who are these socials? I'm the one who should apologize. Folks, what you are about to see is real. With Carl. Okay, we got it. And blind Mike. Who could have thought of that? W. Last chance for David Chandler to join the chat. Last chance. Last call. Last call. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.